listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. Join us for our weekly broadcast, His Abounding Grace, with Minister Vanessa Williams. That's every Tuesday at 7 p.m. On Wednesday afternoons at 1 p.m., join Reverend Gwendolyn Dixon for the Midday Glory Prayer Line. The dial-in number is 641-715-3580. The access code is 732-499. And Wednesday nights at 7 p.m., Challenge to Change, where real transformation begins with you. That's with Pastor Paul Morgan of Chosen Generation Ministries in Richmond, Virginia. On Thursdays, live at 12 noon, join Reverend Pat Randall for Declaring the Finished Work for an hour of worship, exhortation, and prayer. Reverend Ray and friends are here on Friday nights at 7 p.m. with the joy of the Lord on Friday Night Joy. Sundays at 7 p.m., join Reverend Ray for Bread of Life for a word in season. And don't forget our monthly broadcast. First Mondays of every month at 7 p.m., be blessed with the teaching ministry of Apostle Shirley Jones on Lifeline. On third Mondays at 7 p.m., join Evangelist Louis McElwain for Adoration, a broadcast of worship and ministries on the mission field. Second Saturdays of the month, join Reverend Curtis, Reverend Novena, and Minister Jordana for Bold and Beautiful, a youth and young adult broadcast setting the world on fire with the love of Jesus. All broadcast times are Eastern Standard Time. Hey family, we are excited to have two new broadcasts added to the When Christians Speak Talk Radio Network. Marriage Takeover, The Body of One. Hosted by Reverend Eric and Reverend Tamika Thompson, it airs every third Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Our hosts cover a wide range of topics to help build stronger marriages. They leave nothing off the table. 
Our newest broadcast, R3, Real Life, Real Men, Real Talk, premieres Sunday, October 14th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and will air every second Sunday of the month. Our host, Elston Green, Cleophas Malone, Antonio Mitchell, and Ray Rose will create a space by men and for men to have real conversations. It's time to be free men from false standards and the expectations of society, family, and self. So don't forget, that's every second Sunday of the month at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. R to the third power. Real life, real men, real talk. When Christian Speak Talk Radio is a non-profit ministry, we are dedicated to spreading the gospel of Jesus through our programs and special guests. We exist through the generous support of our listeners. If you are being blessed through this ministry and would like to give a love offering, go to our website and click on our donation page. Your donation will be processed through PayPal. Our prayer is that you may prosper, be in good health, even as your soul prospers. Unto the Lord, for he is good. Yes, he is good. As a 501c3 nonprofit ministry, all of your gifts are tax deductible. So go out to our website, www.whenchristianspeak.com. God bless you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, he is good. He is good. And this is the day that the good father has made for us us. Welcome to another hour of Declaring the Finished Work. This is your host, Reverend Pat. Glad to be here with you on this beautiful Thursday afternoon. Hallelujah. As we continue in this exciting word, resting in our helplessness. Isn't that something? You know, when just think about that, that we can rest in our helplessness. You know, God's ways are definitely not our ways. His thoughts are definitely not our thoughts. Amen. He doesn't think like man. But how he thinks is accessible to us. And that's the beautiful part. But let me not teach. Let me not teach. But um, let's open up with prayer. Father, we praise you and we glorify your name this day. We thank you for loving us in such a beautiful way, a way that will never, ever be forgotten, that you gave your only begotten son, Jesus Christ, so that we may have life eternal. Glory to God. And we thank you today, knowing that he was the propitiation for our sin. That we've been cleansed of all unrighteousness and made in right standing with you, Father. 
Thank you for so loving us. We thank you for this continual giving of yourself so that we can begin to understand more of who we are and who you are and who we are together as one. I thank you for this broadcast today. I thank you for the anointing of the Holy Spirit. I thank you that there will be no hindrances or interference in this broadcast in the name of Jesus. That your word will go forth unhindered and it will prosper the very places that you are sending it. And I thank you for this. In Christ Jesus' name, amen and amen. So if you've been listening the past couple of weeks, you know that I have been on the title or the topic, Resting in Your Helplessness. And this is actually the third part. And uh, the subtitle for this third part is Being Placed in Christ. Amen. So if you haven't heard the broadcast, go back out and listen to those podcasts of part one and part two. I'm going to just do a quick little um, summary uh, of those uh, first two parts. But I want to be able to to get through part three because there is not going to be a part four. Amen. I'm declaring that. Praise God. So in the first part... Uh, part one, resting in your helplessness, we begin to look at what this helplessness is and how this helplessness is used in our lives. Helplessness is the beginning of recognizing that we need to be absolutely dependent on God. And so helplessness becomes our teacher. I said that the definition, Webster's definition of helpless is lacking protection or support and inability to act or react vulnerable. For our message, because this is a spiritual message, the protect, the lack of protection of support is our inability to protect ourselves. It's our inability to support ourselves. We cannot be the foundation of our life. If our life is built on the support and it's dependent on self, then it's going to collapse. But our foundation, our support has to be built on something greater than ourselves. Amen. We talked about helplessness being an inability to, to change yourself or your circumstance. Also, vulnerability. Now, this is a place where you can't even hide the state that you're in because you're in such a state of weakness. And it leaves you vulnerable. You feel vulnerable because you no longer can carry the air that you've got it all together and it's all worked out. You're in a vulnerable place. But it's all good 
it's all good because helplessness becomes a teacher. The teacher that says to us that we can only live this life through God, through Christ. Amen. We talked about the ideology of the world. We grow up in a world that uh, it believes in this self-made man and pulling yourself up by your bootstraps and being the captain of your own uh, ship and and thinking um, uh, that these kinds of of attitudes and thoughts represent strength. What it represents in reality is that independent spirit. That independent spirit that was released the moment we allowed ourselves to be deceived by Satan in the Garden of Eden. But God God had a plan. God had a plan even before it happened because he's outside of time and he knew. He knew this was going to happen. I love God. He's all-knowing. He's all-wise. He's everywhere all at once. So part two, being self-confident or being God-confident. How can you not help but be God-confident in someone who is outside of time, that he's everywhere all at once? And most importantly, he is love. So helplessness moves us to a place from operating in our own strength and begin to operate in the power of God. Glory to God. Because we want to be God-confident, not self-confident. Also, what this state of helplessness which I said is a teacher, it also is a place where we begin to learn the necessity of being, well, we're actually one with God, but we are not mature that we are being one in God because it's not something that is, brought about through works but it's it's like breathing you know that you need air to breathe and you know that it you know your your lungs your your breathing apparatus works in conjunction with the the oxygen that surrounds you I mean, you're surrounded by this oxygen. It's, you're breathing it in. It's all around you. It goes inside of you. Same thing with God. God is, he's in you. He's all around you. He's all through you. Amen. And that's that place of oneness. In this part two, I also spoke about uh, bringing that independent spirit into the church setting with us. And, we, you know, it's not always easily recognized. We receive so much teaching 
on what to do and how to do it and, and steps to take and, and name it and claim it or, or stand on this verse and stand on this and go on that fast. All the things that are in and of themselves, they are good, but they really have nothing to do with the reality that Jesus has done it all. He is our righteousness. He is our healer. He's our protector, our deliverer. He's everything that we need. And he is these things not based on anything that we have done, do, or will do, but because of what he has done. And this life of salvation is a it's a walk of grace where we are standing and believing in what he has done for us. And that moves us. It guides our lives. It order, orders our footsteps. It causes us to choose rightly. Amen. Praise God. But it's all because of him. So we can't pat ourselves on the back, but we can be forever, forever grateful. And back to this independent spirit in the church where you are taking the things that your experiences with God and you're taking your revelation and you are operating in this as if you don't need God because now you know and that's a that that can be a place if you continue in it it can be a dangerous place because you can get so far removed in your mind into believing that it's the prayers that you you know you you pray and and the words that you speak and the fast that you fast and you don't realize that Uh, In and of yourselves, you can do nothing. Let's think about what it says in Matthew 7. And this is Jesus talking. He is saying that not everyone who says, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of God. And he was speaking of people who were casting out demons and uh, healing the sick and feeding the poor and, and doing all these things that on the outside... They look godly, but they were they were done apart from God, out of man's own desire to be great. This independent spirit in the church gives rise to that spirit of division and jealousy and backbiting, anger and malice. It gives way to the um, that spirit where um, you want to achieve great things and be in positions and, and be in lofty places and, and, and be recognized. But praise God, this word is setting us free. As I teach it, it is setting us free. 
And, you know, I've been listening. I've gone, I go back and I, I listen to the message and I, I allow the Holy Spirit to show me any areas where I am continually, you know, operating independently from God. Now, we know that this is a process, so there's no condemnation. There's no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who are called according to his purpose. Amen. And if you have accepted him, then you've been called according to his purpose. So as we grow in this knowledge and understanding, as the eyes of, of, of our heart is being enlightened, filled with this truth, we begin to embrace and live in this truth that we are never separated from God. Never separated from God. Uh, before I move on, I, I really want to go back to the scripture that um, actually moved me into this message about um, uh, resting in our helplessness, which was in Second Corinthians chapter 9. Um, and it is Paul speaking in this chapter. is actually like a personal testimony. He's talking about... Um, something that he was being challenged with and how the Holy Spirit revealed this truth to him that set him free. Amen. Um, 2 Corinthians chapter 12, I'm going to start reading in verse 9. It says, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For the sake of Christ, then I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. I mean, can you hear Paul? He is, I am content. I am, that he can find a place of contentment, in the midst of weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. And this can only happen because we're resting in God. We're resting in Jesus. And this next line, this next sentence says, For when I am weak, then I am strong. When I am weak, then I am strong. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And this weakness, this Greek word weakness, implies that it could be of the soul or of the physical body. So if it's of the soul, it could be a lack of strength and capacity to understand something or... Um, 
an inability to restrain from corrupt desires or or be able to bear trials or troubles and if it's of the physical body it can be a physical affliction a weakness or a frailty of the physical body some some health issue or some sickness but it is saying that when I am weak, that I am strong. That God's power is made perfect in weakness. That that is a place where his power can perfectly operate. Mm, glory to God. I'm going to read it out of the Message Bible. Um, But I want to start in in verse 7 in the Message Bible. It's just so beautiful. Because of the extravagance of those revelations, and so I wouldn't get a big head, I was given the gift of a handicap to keep me in constant touch with my limitations. So Paul is saying that this... Handicap, whatever this thorn was in his flesh, it was humbling. It was teaching him humility. Okay, the verse goes on to say, Satan's angel did his best to get me down. So in the midst of his weakness, of Paul's weakness, his this affliction, uh, Satan was trying to use it against him. But listen to what the, the scripture goes on to say. What he, in fact, did, what Satan did, in fact, was push me to my knees. Glory to God. No danger then of walking around high and mighty. At first, I didn't think of it as a gift and begged God to remove it. Three times I did that. And then he told me, my grace is enough. It's all you need. My grace is enough. It's all you need. Glory. Glory. My strength comes into its own in your weakness. Once I heard that, I was glad to let it happen. I quit focusing on the handicap and began appreciating the gift. It was a case of crisis strength moving in on my weakness. Now I take limitations in stride and with good cheer. These limitations that cut me down to size, abuse, accidents, opposition, bad breaks, I just let Christ take over. And so the weaker I get, the stronger I become. It's almost like that scripture that says, when I lose my life for Christ's sake, then I gain my life. Glory to God. It's almost as if you're doing the opposite of what you think you should be doing. That is so God. His his ways and his thoughts are not ours. Much higher, much higher. And his desire is to take us to that higher place 
of living. God is revealing himself in us as our life and strength. He is our life and strength. Christ in me, the hope of glory. To my subtitle, Being Placed in Christ. Such a beautiful thing. Being placed in Christ. This is a secure place. So here, while we're here on this earth, in this broken world, we have been securely placed in Christ by the Father. So that even though we are, because we still haven't um, received the, the, the final part of the redemption, which is of these physical bodies and the, the challenges of, of, of that, and, and having to have to walk this journey out by faith and not by sight, despite the brokenness that we see, all, all around us, he has securely placed us in Christ, which is a safe place for us. And it's in him, in Christ, that the Holy Spirit is leading, guiding, and ordering our steps. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Being placed in Christ is understanding how much we are loved because we've been given this identity and this position as the beloved. That's what being in Christ tells us, how much we are loved. We've been given this royal identity, and we've been positioned in Christ. Colossians 3.3 3 says, For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. Galatians 3.26 says, For in Christ Jesus, you are all sons of God through faith, through believing. John 14.20 says, In that day, you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. That's oneness. That is oneness. Jesus is in the Father. And we are in Jesus. And Jesus is in us. Inseparable. Inseparable. He placed us in himself. And then placed himself in us. Oh, hallelujah. We are always on his mind. We are always before us, 
before him. He sees us at all times. He knows exactly where we are at all times. He knows every intimate detail. Psalms 8.4 Of what importance is the human race that you should notice them? Of what importance is mankind that you should pay attention to them? We are important to God. Not because of anything that we've done. But he has set his love on us. And he has deemed our importance. Thank you, Jesus. Let me read Romans 5, 6 through 11. There's nothing like reading the scriptures. I mean, I can talk and explain and share uh, the revelation that I'm receiving from these scriptures. But to just simply just read the scripture has so much power. So I'm reading Romans 5 verses 6 through 11. For while we were still weak, helpless, while we were still helpless, Unable to do anything about our circumstances. Unable to even protect or support ourselves. While we were still in this state, at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. For one will scarcely die for a righteous person. Though perhaps for a good person, one would dare even to die. But God shows his love for us. In that, while we were sinners, still sinners, Christ died for us. Since, therefore, we have now been justified by his blood, much more shall we be saved by him from the wrath of God. Saved by him from the wrath of God. Glory. Hallelujah. Verse 10, for if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more now that we are reconciled, shall we be saved by his life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Much more. Now that we are reconciled, much more, much more. Now that we are reconciled, shall we be saved by his life? God placed us in Christ so that we could have confidence. Of our position with him. Of his love for us. And who he has made us to be. The enemy wants us to continue to operate in this independent spirit. Where we fall into 
all manner of things because we're trying to do it without God. But he continues to draw us to himself. He continues to pay attention to us. He continues to release his word in our lives. And because we are in Christ, because we are actually clothed in uh, the glory of God. Um, let's see, I think that's in John. Let's see. Amen. I thought I had placed this, but um, in John, I, I I can't I can't remember. I think it's I think it's in in chapter seventeen where it speaks of that he has um, the glory that the Father has given him that he has given us, has placed this glory upon us. That is such a, a beautiful, just a, a beautiful thought that he has placed his glory upon us. Oh, here we go. It is John 17. I'm, it's uh, starting in verse 22. It says, I have given to them the glory and honor which you have given me, that they may be one just as we are one. I in them and you in me, that they may be perfected and completed into one so that the world may know without any doubt that you sent me and that you have loved them just as you have loved me. Jesus. Jesus. Just as you have loved me. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. I just want to take a moment to just worship him right now. That he would give us his glory and his honor. That he would place that on us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. How we worship you. Oh, how we worship you. Let praises rise on the inside, on the inside of me. Consume my life on the inside, on the inside of me. Set me on fire on the inside, on the inside of me. Because all I want is for you, for you to be glorified, 
For you to be lifted high, all I want is for you, for you to be glorified, for you to be lifted high. Feel my life till all they see is you, Lord, glorify your Till all they see is you, Lord, glorify your name, glorify your name, Jesus, Lord, we praise you and we worship you. And we thank you. We thank you that you would place us in Christ. That we are securely placed in the rock that's higher than ourselves. That when we feel helpless and weak, and unsure that in that place your power is made perfect for you are our strength you are the strength of our life hallelujah hallelujah thank you lord 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 thank you god thank you god Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 2 Corinthians 5.19 says that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. So we who know him have been given this word of reconciliation to let the world know that God has reconciled them to himself through Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That God so loved him that he gave his son. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. That the Father loves them. Hallelujah. Galatians 3.26 says, For in Christ you are all sons of God through faith. Colossians 3.3 says, For you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. Romans 5:19 For as by one man's obedience the many were made sinners so by the one man's obedience Jesus' obedience the many will be made righteous Hallelujah Hallelujah So it is true that we are clothed 
clothed with his righteousness. And it's not that when he looks upon us that he doesn't see us because he is in us. When he looks upon us, he sees the righteousness that we've been clothed with. But because he's also in us as the Holy Spirit, he sees those places, those broken places that are requiring liberty. And he brings truth to those places, truth to replace the lies, to bring freedom. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to all the lies that were sown. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Colossians 3, starting in uh, verse 10, says, And have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. So this new self, we are this new creation, and we are continually being renewed in knowledge after the image of our creator. Thank you, Lord. To put on Christ, this Greek word means to endue. To it's like entering into a clothing, but it the clothing is not just sitting on top, we are sinking into this garment, so this garment becomes a part of us, or we become a part of this garment. Glory to God! Glory to God! Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. I thank you, Lord, God, that right now as the Holy Spirit is moving through this airway, that lives are being changed, Lord, God, that your light is going into the these places because only light dispels darkness so i thank you holy spirit that you are moving into those places hallelujah where there is no light and you're saying let there be light hallelujah hallelujah things that have been previously holding them captive they are now being set free and the 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 bonds are being broken hallelujah glory to god amen and not just for things of the past but this is also for the future in walking forward that they will walk in that liberty not allowing to become a captive again in that area thank you jesus thank you jesus thank you god bless your name lord bless your name lord bless your name god thank you holy spirit thank you Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Be exalted. Be exalted. Be 
above the heavens and above my life be exalted be exalted above the heavens and above my life above the heavens and above my life hallelujah hallelujah Hallelujah. So remember, you are placed in Christ. And nothing can take you out of this place that he has put you in. Nothing can ever separate you from the love of God. And that's who he is. He is God is love. And nothing can ever separate you from the love of God. So to remember that when the trials and the challenges come, that you are in Christ with these trials and with these challenges. And this is going to remind you that because of him, you are more than conquerors glory to God and that this challenge and this trial God will use it to bless you because in this broken world there will be trials and tribulation but because he has overcome this world he will take it and he will bless you with it he will bless your life. Rest in your helplessness. Just surrender, 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 surrender. Being in a, be in a place where you're constantly humbled in his presence, understanding that you only know what he reveals to you. And that even is continuously growing and expanding because he is past finding out, past knowing, because he is just that he's infinite. He's infinite. There's no beginning and there's no end to him. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 So if you feel separated, it's just a feeling. And you can speak to that feeling and say, no, that's not truth. Because the truth is, is that I am never separated. I'm never separated from my Father and from my Lord and from his Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. We are one. We are one. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Glory to God. Well, we're going to have to end this broadcast here. This is the conclusion of resting in his helplessness, part one, two, and three. Three, glory to God. Go back, revisit these words that the Lord has spoken over your life. Hallelujah. It is the truth that makes us free. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. It's the lies that bind us and hold us captive, but the truth makes us free. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Well, tomorrow night is Friday Night Joy with Reverend Ray. It's also Good Friday. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. It's that time of the year that... um, uh, No, it's not Good Friday. Good Friday is the following Friday. Mm, Praise God. Amen. Amen. You know, trying to keep up with... um, Amen. All, all, you know, this, this calendar, uh, thing, um, you know, because, you know, I've gotten so far away from, um, the tradition of, of the rituals, you know, that we do, uh, because we're not really bound to, uh, um, uh, uh, these, uh, rituals or traditions or 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 fest festivities you know those things that they are things that remind us they remind us uh in the natural they remind us of something that has taken place in the spiritual in our lives so it's a wonderful thing but sometimes it's kind of good to uh break a pattern uh because we have a tendency to just do things uh, on like autopilot and they begin to lose the weight and the value and the honor and the glory that uh, should be connected to that when we do those kinds of things. But anyway, I need to end this broadcast now. Glory to God. And thank you so much for joining uh, with me. Thank you for uniting your heart with, with my heart and your spirit with my spirit. As we flow in the things of God. And, and I just, I need to remember one one more thing because it's the ministry of reconciliation. For those of you who may be listening to this particular broadcast, you do not know him. Now is the appointed time. He died for you. He took your punishment. He took your sins and he has deemed you forgiven. He has reconciled you back to the Father. Receive him as Lord and Savior through Christ Jesus. Amen. It is the pathway to the Father. He is the way, the truth, and the life. So receive him. Receive the life that you need. Glory to God to successfully maneuver through this broken world until you return to your true home. And I thank you, Lord God, for everyone who's saying yes. I thank you, Lord God, that you will bring those alongside that will sow words of encouragement into their lives, that they will find a local church home to connect with. In the name of Jesus, amen and amen. So God bless you. Enjoy the rest of your afternoon. Here we are 
in uh, the time of season, well, at least in the United States, it's springtime. But I know this broadcast is going outside of the United States as well. But God bless you all, my brothers and sisters, and my newly uh, uh, born again brothers and sisters. God bless you as you move through the rest of this day, remembering that you are living and moving and having your being in Him, in the Father, in the Son, and in the Holy Spirit. Amen. Love you. Listen to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio. On Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, Speaker.com, all of our broadcasts are available as podcasts through SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes, Blueberry.com, Zoom.com, Stitcher.com, Lisbon.com, and BlogTalkRadio.com. To listen to our broadcast by phone, dial 646-478-0660. Again, that number is 646-478-0660. Go visit and like our Facebook page, When Christians Speak Talk Radio. Also be sure to check out Christians Against Suicide and Depression. It's a page dedicated to sharing God's love, encouragement, and hope. There are prayer warriors standing by to receive prayer requests, doing intercession for those under attack by the lie and deception of the devil. We know that the devil came to steal, kill, and destroy. But praise God, Jesus came to set the captives free. Talk Radio is a non-profit ministry. We are dedicated to spreading the gospel of Jesus through our programs and special guests. We exist through the generous support of our listeners. If you are being blessed through this ministry and would like to give a love offering, go to our website and click on our donation page. Your donation will be processed through PayPal. Our prayer is that you may prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. Unto the Lord for He When Christians Speak Talk Radio is a 501c3 nonprofit ministry, so all of your gifts to this ministry are tax deductible. So go out to our website, www.whenchristianspeak.com, and click on our donation page. Oh.